0: Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scouts. Um, Yes, it's game week nine and usually we ask a simple question. Is it time to captain so-and-so? Is it time, is so-and-so the best captain? This week's a bit different. This week we have a real contest, a real form versus fixtures debate, Um, but more on that later. Um, Tom, joining me as ever. Um, How are you doing, Tom?
1: Yeah, good. Thanks, Joe. Short turnaround. um, Game week eight obviously finished last night. Game week nine kicks off on Friday. So I guess if you had a bad week, at least you haven't got too long to ponder it. But uh, uh, yeah, all good this side. Thanks.
0: Definitely. So, yeah, it's game week nine. We're looking at here. Um, There's a certain Chelsea striker with a great fixture, um, but a certain Liverpool uh, winger, striker, whatever you want to call him, a forward, attacker, um, who just can't stop scoring. Um, but before we come to them, um, I understand you wanted to say a few words about uh, fan team, um, and particularly this week.
1: Yeah, just a reminder, really, to sort your teams out. Um, I suppose now, really, if you're playing the uh, the knockout game, there's a, a couple of early kickoffs today at five forty-five, um, including Man City against Bruges. And there's also uh, two uh, daily games as well, Tuesday and Wednesday Champions League games, which are worth a look on the site too. Um, So yeah, check it out.
0: Excellent stuff. Um, The eagle-eyed viewers out there will notice that um, I'm a little different today. I'm wearing glasses. I've got to wear reading glasses and um, I'm finding them a little bit better with the screens, but um, because I don't need glasses all the time, I'm having to look at a variety of screens and... um, I'm not quite sure about it yet so I'm going to keep it I'll keep it going and see if see if everything's clearer um, and see if I can press the right buttons um, but if it looks like it's um, problematic I shall I shall take them off um, waft my hair and um, slow motion as I do it as well uh, no <laughs> doubt Um welcome all those who are joining us uh, the early birds for this uh, stream um, Fizz um, uh, who is um Not very keen on Lukaku, it seems. Um, Kudek Washi, who's joining us from Cape Town. I was... uh uh, I, I've never been to Cape Town. I wish I had while my uncle was still alive, who lived there for many, many years. Um, James, Linesh, uh, Shakier, Mark O'Leary. Hiya, Mark. Always here. Good stuff. Jake, Jack Shear, Martin, El Nico, Agent AA and Stian and many more. So um, sorry if I haven't mentioned you. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Um, only 17 likes. Loads of you here, but just 17 likes. So press... Smash whatever you do with that like button. Just you know, obviously, you know, give you know, give us a give us a a a YouTube cheer with that like button. Um, Yeah, Salah or Lukaku. Salah's got Manchester United. Lukaku's got Norwich. Who are you going (laughs) to (laughs) captain? Well, um,
1: at the moment, I'm on Lukaku, but. We'll talk a little bit about Salah first, maybe, and then and then move on to Lukaku. It kind of makes sense. Yeah, I've so, got
0: I've got some stats while you're talking. I've got some stats on the screen, and and, and if uh, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll mention them as well. This is the last four matches, um, so it compares Salah okay. and Lukaku. So you can see there's some differences.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's maybe not quite as clear cut as we first thought hmm. this. I know when we were kind of eyeing up this game week uh, a couple of weeks back, um, it, it was Lukaku who was quite a clear leader, but. Um, you know in recent matches Salah has been completely unplayable hasn't he? Mm. I mean he's averaging I think 10.4 points per match at the moment. I mean I've been playing FPL for a long time and uh, I can't remember a, a streak like this before to be honest. I mean it's unbelievable and the the halls are coming in the games which you expect them to but also in the tougher games as well. You know we've seen him deliver against Chelsea, against Man City now. Um, These games are traditionally tight ones between United and Liverpool. Hmm. Um, There was a few goals last year. I think it was a 4-2, and there was a few goals in the cup game. But generally, if you're looking back over the past few years at the fixtures, it's it's generally been pretty tight. But I just think this is a different Liverpool this year, isn't it? I mean, the attacking form is just, it's frightening. I think they've scored 27 goals in the last eight games. Have
0: we had... I mean, all those previous games, which have been, yeah, well, my, my memory is it's 0-0 or 1-0 somewhere. Um, Total but games, I, but yeah. I can't remember a time when you've had this combination of Salah being in yeah. such good form and Manchester United's defence in such poor form. I've, I've never known that combination to, to happen at this time.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean... I think they're averaging just under 20 shots per game over the last eight as well, which is just crazy. And we, we talk about United. I mean, we all watched them at Leicester at the weekend. Um, they're struggling at the back, aren't they? I mean, Varane was out. Maguire came back, but possibly too soon at the weekend. I mean, he, he really had a difficult time against Di And I think when you'll probably draw up a table shortly. I mean, I had a look at some stats over the last four game weeks. Um, and I think they're 19th for non, non-penalty XGC. They conceded seven, albeit four of them at the weekend. I don't think they've kept a clean sheet during that time either. So um, it's understandable people are looking to Salah at the moment. Um, I suppose if you're you're unsure, you you might be thinking, well, look, United last season against the big teams did do pretty well, Mm. didn't they? Um, They kept it relatively tight in most of those games. You would expect them to revert to, say, McTominay and Fred in a double pivot. Pogba probably further forward. But it just, but but like you said it before, it feels a bit different this time. There seems to be a much larger gap between the two, um, and and the fact we're even talking about Salah first in this captaincy video suggests how, how close it is as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I look at, I mean, just to go over those stats for the benefit of those listening on the the podcast. Um, this is last four game weeks. Expected goal involvement. Um, Salah has scored four. Uh, he's had two assists, and he's expected to be involved in just over three. Um, but what's shown is that his stats are great, but there's also slightly stat busting as well. So he is exceeding mm. expectations for the stats. But you've got to remember these top players, they always do that though, because it's so clinical. And what he's doing at the moment is he's getting a lot of those shots on target, which I haven't... Come. I've been studying Salah's stats for a while um, um, over the years doing the scout cast and the, the captaincy video. Um, So he's had 14 shots inside the box and 10 of those have been on target and five of them have been big chances. Um, So that says to me that um, he he, those shots are of high quality, they're on target and they're resulting in goals as well. And what you've often seen with Salah is you would have a huge number of shots, absolutely huge number of shots. Perhaps even inside the box, but, they, but there'd be a huge, the half would be off target, or they just wouldn't be of a quality. But there's so many of them that he would have called score or assist um, along the line. But I've never quite seen it this clinical. And so a lot of people are saying, you know, best player in the world, um, you know, you know should, be, should be up for all the, the honours. And at the moment, I can't see any. I mean, the clips against Watford, they're, they're like watching those clips of Messi in his, in his prime. You've got, you know, 10 lower standard footballers around them and he just sort of moves around them, jinks around them and scores. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the,
1: the goals against Watford and City um, have just shown how he is. Just seems to have taken it up another level, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is, is scary. Um, one thing I will mention is Liverpool play um, Atletico tonight yeah. and then they have a nice amount of rest time between now and the Sunday yeah. kickoff. That doesn't apply to Lukaku, which we'll touch on um, shortly. Yeah. But but for, for those back in Salah, that's obviously um, an encouraging uh, thing, the amount yeah. of rest
0: they'll have. Well, so, I mean, the Salah stats are clear. I mean, he's absolutely top of his game. And we'll come to the sort of whipping boys in a minute to see how Norwich and Manchester United compare. But yeah, you mentioned mm. with, with Lukaku. So his rest is a few days. Uh, so he's, he's, his midweek match is Wednesday. He then plays Saturday yeah. lunchtime. Salah, completely yeah. different talking Tuesday Mm. to Sunday. Um, So you're going to be really looking at those minutes for Lukaku. There is every chance that Lukaku... I mean, where would Lukaku be rested? The important Champions League game or against Norwich?
1: Yeah, and the fact he came off early against Brentford too and Tuchel specifically said after Mm. that that um, he was a bit tired following that muscle fatigue issue as well during the international break when he left the Belgium camp early. Mm. So I think we really want to be watching... Those minutes tomorrow. Yeah. If he yeah. play, if he plays ninety tomorrow night, I think I'll be, I might be a little bit worried. Come come come, deadline on Friday. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, so something to think about.
0: So in comparison to to Salah with the shots, um, just five inside the box, one on target. So it's yeah. one to ten. Salah's had ten shots on target to Lukaku's one. He's expected to have been involved in uh, about one and a half goals. I'm not sure what half a goal looks like, but he was expected <laughs> to be involved in about in about that. Um, he's created six chances, no goals, no assists, and one big chance yeah. in total. Um, that, I mean, that says to me, you've got a player not in form. Um, yeah. But then, I, and I'm sure we're going to get this in the chat, we're going to get this uh, on Twitter, but it's Norwich. Um,
1: yeah, 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 completely. I mean, four straight league blanks, it's it's underwhelming, and it's, it's not exactly the kind of... Form that we want to be taken into a game week as our captain mm. what I would say is that he's had a couple of goals disallowed during that time narrow off- offside calls too yeah. um, which aren't included in those statistics he had the one against uh, Brentford and then the one against Southampton too I, th- I think you'd hope this weekend that Tuka will be a little bit more attacking I thought they were quite reserved against Brentford at the mm. weekend and I think getting Reese James and Mason Mount back in is really important too I think that um, I think Lukaku has a good connection with them from what I've seen so far. So so that could be important to monitor in their minutes in midweek. Um, uh, yeah, you touched on Norwich then. Mm. Um, I mean, they've improved it. They do seem to have improved since they went to a back three. Okay. They've kept a couple of clean sheets, but who were they against? They were against Burnley and Brighton. So... You know, yeah. we're not talking about elite attacks here by, by any stretch. Um, I'm currently on Lukaku, but I will be watching that Champions I'm, League game closely. I'm
0: so. currently on Salah and yeah. um, I don't own Lukaku. And so the, the issue I have is, do I even get him in? And I probably will because of we're playing a game against seven million, eight million other people. And lots of them yeah. will own him. Lots of them will captain him. If he goes off, which Lukaku could do, could score a brace, could score a hat trick against Norwich, easily done. If you don't own him, even if you captain elsewhere, if you don't own him, that's a massive red arrow. No matter what else happens. Right. But um, yeah. if you at least you own him, at least you're getting half those those captaincy points from those who have captained him. Um, and uh, I don't know about his effective ownership. I suspect it's going to be over over a hundred percent, but I'm not sure now. Well,
1: yeah, I think it'll be cl- my my initial reaction or my initial thought was that they would both be just over 100. Mm. Um, I think a lot depends on what happens midweek, but, it, but it's going to be close. But I think I think you're right in saying that owning them both is a very wise move yeah. this week. Yeah. Um, just to kind of, um, you know, if, if one hauls and the other doesn't, just to kind of give yourself a chance this game week um, without guaranteeing a red. Uh.
0: What, what, what you will hear a lot, what? What people will hear a lot is, if you're not going to captain Lukaku against Norwich, why even own him? Um, You've just spelled out why, because, you know, it's, it's a very shrewd thing to do, to you see swords and shields isn't it you're protecting yourself if he goes yep. off great and then you've got him in place for the next week when he could be a captain but he's got good fixtures to
1: follow yeah. as well hasn't he so um, I think it makes sense yeah. for, a, for a period yeah. to bring him and, in and it, and it yeah.
0: retains value in that forward line but you don't you can, you can own him without captaining him um, so you're going to get lots of arguments the Salah people against the Lukaku people they um, are both good options in their own right lukaku with the fixture but in form no salah in the form and possibly with the fixture let's let's have a look at the whipping boys where they are so this is defense's uh last four game weeks well the immediate thing you notice is that manchester united's defense on paper is worse than norwich there we go (laughs) so that says to me that perhaps salah has the fixture as well as, as lukaku um, Watford, um, uh, uh, of, um, I think that's partly down to the Liverpool game. And, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. But, Wasn't and, the best
1: start for Ranieri, no, I mean, was I, it? Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Um, good to see that Ben Foster and Captain mm. Salah in FPL. Yeah. He generally <laughs> had done. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, but 10 big chances to see Watford, the, the whipping boys at the moment. They face Everton this week. But then you've got mm. uh, Manchester United at the second worst in terms of expected goals conceded, and then Norwich. And then the best you're looking at the usual suspects: City, Arsenal. Interestingly, Leicester are starting to, their defence is starting to get better. Everton's is starting to show up a bit. Brighton still down there in the mix, um, uh, but yeah, interesting, isn't it? Manchester United's actually not. I mean, we can see it. Without, we saw saw it with Maguire last last week, but yeah, yeah, their defence isn't very good. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, no, completely agree. It's it's quite worrying times at United at the moment, but. Um... I normally, normally back the fixture as a, as, a, as a captain picker, and that is why I probably will end up with Lukaku. But certainly looking at these stats, it, it's a lot, lot closer than what I first envisioned it would be. Um, and I can totally understand why people are siding with Salah as
0: well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think this is going to come down to personality of the manager, attitudes to yeah. risk. Lukaku will yeah. be backed because people will see the fixture. Salah will be backed because they've seen his form. But as you said, I think it's going to pay to have a look at those minutes and those midweek Champions League games, and also um, listen out to uh, Neil uh, what he's got to say for the team news video um, late, and podcast later in the week, um, because we're going to have um, you know much more. He'll he'll, he'll better um, you know interpret really what some of the, the the manager quotes are around those minutes and whether it does perhaps put a question mark over them. Um, you never know same could apply to Salah but I'd be very surprised if Salah on this form against Manchester United is dropped Um, I'm just going to come out I just don't think that's going to happen
1: I no, completely um, agree Lukaku's the one we want to keep an eye on but yeah. but hopefully I mean the ideal scenario would be maybe comes off the bench tomorrow bags a goal to build up that confidence a little bit and then we can comp- captain him confidently on Saturday it rarely works out like that though does it no. so uh, let's see so,
0: um, there are other options we always say that um, I'm sure yeah. for most people it's going to be one of Salah or Lukaku but there are other options so we'll have a look at the expected goal involvement per minute um, mm. this is the last four game weeks so we can see how good Salah is he's top of that as he is for all of these metrics every time we put them up um he's top but second is Vardy um and Vardy's interesting um now Vardy is a facing uh Brentford this week um and Brentford can be a tough defense but Vardy for the captaincy not just this week but but any week I mean why are we not captaining why don't why aren't we why don't we own Vardy <laughs>
1: I mean, he feels so overlooked, doesn't he? I think he scored seven goals in eight this season. Um, he's got an assist. He's doing well for bonus mm-hmm. too. Um, maybe Leicester prior to the weekend, the way they were playing was putting some managers off because although Vardy was ticking over, Leicester weren't clicking at all. But that seemed to change at the weekend. They they shifted to that 3-5-2 formation so they could accommodate both Vardy and Accio. The, the pair of them had played the game week before, but it was in a back four. But this time it was with that... Back three, and that was the system which was so successful Mm. towards the end of last season when Ian Acho was the one who was really thriving. Vardy was struggling a little bit, Um, but this time, yeah, I mean, he's just in in, in incredible form. The the only thing which puts me off that is is the Brentford game. I think we saw how well they played against Chelsea at the weekend. They were so unlucky um, in that, and and that would make me be a bit hesitant on captaining him, but. I've been saying that for a while now, and he keeps uh, he keeps proving me wrong. So um, definitely an option, and it feels like he is the attention is slowly building around him after being a relative differential in the opening weeks. Really,
0: definitely. Um, going back to those expected goal involvement stats as well. Um, Tony is right up there still, um, mm. largely through um, it's his shots inside the box, shots on target quite low, but it's more of his assist potential. So this is perhaps yeah. what we're seeing. Well, we've been seeing for years, really, with the the role of the the striker. You know, the uh, you know who who was one of the most successful World Cup strikers recently, Giroud for France. And um, yeah. you know, they're not they're just sort of assisting, holding the ball the ball up. They're they're getting in the way, making a nuisance for themselves. Um, so we're yeah. seeing the likes of say Salah and Mane, but you know, excelling as as you know traditional goal scorers. But the actual striker, well, I say that as in a week after Firmino gets a hat trick, but the the traditional mm. centre forward striker um, role is increasingly doing other things now. And Tony, well, you, you, you can see you,
1: you can see his teammate a few down on that list there, yeah. on Waymo and he's the one who's benefiting from yeah. it. I mean. Um, he's i think he's hit the post six times this uh, season but he's still ticking along nicely and he's offering value yeah. but it's exactly like you say uh, he, he's the one who's thriving on and getting him behind when tony seems to be dropping that a little bit deeper and bringing others into play um but still a good option tony i, I mean i think the double up will be popular in, in a couple of weeks with, with those guys
0: and what i'm finding interesting ronaldo is doing really well in the stats um, yeah. Manchester United forwards who do well in the stats but don't score tend to eventually score a lot. Um, I, I've been caught out before with uh, Ibrahimovic and, and various others, um, but Ronaldo there big chances three eleven shots inside the box and his shots on target six. Um, and Fernandez um, is still is still up there as well in terms of expected goal involvement. So you know these are all captaincy options still, perhaps not this week, but you know yeah, yeah. to bear to bear in mind. Um, let's have a look at the fixtures see if anyone else appeals so yeah I mean we've got Arsenal Villa Chelsea Norwich we've spoken about Crystal Palace Newcastle Everton Watford Leeds Wolves Southampton, Burnley uh, Brighton against City Brentford Leicester West Ham Spurs and Manchester United Liverpool so I mean any anyone else appeal I mean I, I pulled out couple of the, the City assets, maybe, and yeah. maybe even Son and Kane against West Ham. But, yeah, I mean, any of those? Yeah,
1: yeah they're there on my list as well. I mean, um, De Bruyne, we tipped him last week, didn't we? And he, and he got 11 points. Um, just the one shot on target, mind or Just the one shot, actually, I think, mm. um, at the weekend. But it feels like these are two of the best defences in the league this calendar year. Um, yeah. I mean, Brighton have been incredible at the back, haven't they? Um, I suppose with De Bruyne, he's nailed, he's huge differential, but it is that Brighton defence. Um, I think from open play this year, only City have got a better XGC than Brighton over the course of the season so far. And, and that says it all. I think there's traditionally been quite a few goals in this one.
0: Um, I don't know, I do City, think there was, a, there was a cup game. Um, so I think it may have been quarter final, semi final of the FA Cup. And we um, we did lose one nil, I think, to Jesus. That, but it was tight, yeah. and I remember that was the one I think I looked at. Yeah. And Guardiola Guardiola um, has noted Brighton's defence, so I don't think he's going to come at this, um, you know, all gung ho. Um, no. So we'll see, but yeah, the the Brighton defence it is gelling this season, definitely.
1: Yeah, I think that puts me off a bit. And again, we say this every week, but the usual rotation concerns are around everybody else. I mean, yeah. Mares, we spoke about him; he got he got the start. Didn't deliver. It's Grealish's turn for a benching last weekend, wasn't it? Foden played. But again, I mean, the Bruges lineup today might help us a little bit. But even so, I don't think you can be that confident going in saying he will definitely start. So unfortunately from City, it does feel like De Bruyne is the only real option at the moment in terms of a captain.
0: Um, On on the Scoutcast tonight, um, we're going to be chatting more about the captaincy. Um, But one of the things we're going to be focusing on is some of those players like Vardy that we are ignoring or many people are ignoring for the captaincy. Um, and sticking with the likes of Lukaku and Ronaldo. Um, another player to mention is Kane. Notice his shots in the box. Yeah. Uh, tally's shooting up again. Uh, he's got on the score sheet, Son as well. Yeah, Kane and Kane or son against West Ham? Yeah, it feels quite a hard
1: match to call this
0: one. Yeah.
1: Um, they both won at the weekend. Um, I think Spurs have looked a lot better over the last two. They've gone to a four two three one. Undon Belle's come in for Delhi Alley, and I think they look at they they look a lot better with that. Son, I'm still frustrated from the whole COVID room. I took him out of my team on uh-huh. Saturday morning for Foden. Um, I mean, that was the information we had at, at hand at the time. I kind of had to react to that. But then watching him score at, at Newcastle, it was a bit frustrating. But yeah, it can, I, I love him as an option. He's, he's mm. consistent. Um, I don't. Th- this, this game feels tough to me to call. It's yeah. a bit of a derby, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Kane, I expect he'll start ticking over now. He's got that, that mm. first Premier League goal of the season yeah. as well. I imagine we'll be talking about them more in the coming weeks um, in terms of captaincy. I think the fixtures get really good from Gatling 12 onwards. Um, not somebody I'm looking at. Happy to own this week. Wouldn't wouldn't captain them um, no. necessarily. Okay. Um, but yeah, you get the feeling we'll be talking about Son and Kane quite a bit soon. So.
0: Definitely. I mean, in a way, we've already scraped the barrel if we're going to ignore the fixture of Lukaku and the form of Salah. And, yeah. and when, you, when, you, when you're on a, um, one of these videos and the barrel scraping time is Son and Kane, then you know the options are strong further up in the show. So if you're just joining us um, at this stage, go back to the beginning, <laughs> because that's when we <laughs> mentioned the, the, the key players for us. So I think for me, definitely, I haven't um, been swayed really by any of the stats um, it's just going to be international minutes. I think Salah is just the one for me. It was something I had identified. I'd had a few red arrows in a row and I was looking like, why am I getting these red arrows um, as opposed to the green arrows? And one of the things I identified was I just, I just should be just captaining Salah more. I'm not saying necessarily every week, but certainly more. Um, yeah. And also not over managing as well. So I decided to do nothing last week. So I finally got a green arrow and I'm going to, I'm going to do, less the obvious things. And for me, Capsing Salah just seems obvious at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's hard to argue with that consistency. I mean it's just like nothing else we've seen before and I totally get that. Mm. It's just that this is a big, big match and United could turn up for it. They haven't in recent weeks, yeah. but they, they, they've got the ability to do that. They shut down a lot of big teams. The counter-attacking style probably suits Sole a little bit more in that mm. setup. Um, do I think they'll keep a clean sheet against Liverpool? No, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get tanked 2-3 now. Yeah. So, um, I think, uh, you know, I expect Chelsea to win that Norwich game um, by two to three goals. And Lukaku, it feels like it's due, doesn't it? It feels yeah. like it's time. Um, but, yeah, equally good option or well, both very good options this week it's yeah, close definitely
0: right? I think for some people um, it's going to swing between the two Vice and yeah. Captain it's just going to keep going to the wire and it's just whichever one you end up on as well but hopefully um, we, we've helped with that decision that's uh, going to be looming towards the end of the week um, uh, but in the meantime Tom um, thanks so much for joining me um, good luck with your decision to Captain Lukaku or Salah or whoever um and uh see you again uh, I, i'm not around next week by the way um so um i think it'd be as filling in uh, yeah and I, think gonna we, I think we're going to do
1: it i think we're going to do it i think it's going to be on the monday next okay. week as well but but we'll obviously confirm that in uh yeah. in due course
0: so. yeah we'll let everyone know but um tom thanks a lot brilliant thanks james see you soon